0: It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question
1: this one is from anonymous gotta love those anonymous questions right oh yes okay so uh this is a doozy is it okay to steal something that is already stolen in the times that we are in and heading deeper into and as people are getting more desperate there has been a rise in theft from packages being taken off people's porches by individuals including packages never arriving from being taken by interpostal postal mail theft rings. Say, for example, we were to find a package that had been opened and abandoned and we took it. Would that be stealing? Especially if there was no way to see the original address to deliver it to. And would there be karma for that?
2: All right. This is a great question. Uh, a great couple of questions in, in this, um, pre- overall presentation of the actual question. So, You might look at it this way. If you are in some public space, that could be in a building, an office building, could be in a supermarket, could be out in the parking lot as you're walking towards your car. And at some point you look down and you see a $100 bill. What would you do? The $100 bill is just staring at you. There it is right smack in front of you. Or what about if you look down and you saw a penny? What would you do? What would you do? Would you reach down and grab the penny and be grateful possibly? Would it make you smile? Would you maybe then put the penny in your pocket? Or maybe would you bless it with some, Would you bless someone by giving them that penny? Well, if you do that with the penny, why couldn't you do it with a $100 bill? The $100 bill is just sitting there. Now, you might say, well, wait a minute, it belongs to somebody else, but the somebody else is not there. The somebody else has now left the building. The somebody else is 20 miles away from the event itself it's over. That's all passed. But the $100 bill is laying there. What's the difference between a penny versus a $100 bill laying on the ground? You see. So again, we need to use some wisdom here. We need to use some consciousness here. If I go and I specifically steal an envelope out of someone's mailbox, that would be me directly stealing. And if I was to do that then yes, there more than likely is going to be some kind of a karmatic consequence for that. Versus if I am walking down the street and I see a package laying on the side of the street and the package is open and I don't see anybody around for, I don't know, a block or two and the package is laying there, maybe I hang out there for seven and a half minutes to see if somebody comes and claims it. And seven and a half minutes go by and nobody claims it. It doesn't look like anybody's coming. Well, that might be equivalent to that $100 bill. Or might be equivalent to that penny. That you, there's no maliciousness here. There's no, I'm stealing this from somebody because whoever the somebody was, the package belonged to, that doesn't even have a return address on it, doesn't even have a address on it. It's just simply a package with something inside the package that's been opened, And there it is staring at you. Now, of course, if somebody was to come by rather quickly and say, oh gosh, I just dropped the package. You know, I was moving too fast or I was on my way to the mailbox and I dropped it out of my, you know, dropped from my arm. Okay, well then you want to listen to that. You want to listen to that? You probably want to respond to it. Again, be mature about it, be wise about it, be practical about it, be conscious about it. So in some cases, no, there's no karma. In fact, you might see this as a blessing. You might see the penny that's on the side of the road. The penny is there to bless you. Now, you might have a big judgment around pennies. Maybe that's the blessing. You get to actually experience your own judgment you have around pennies. Or maybe you do have a lot of shame and you see a $100 bill and all of a sudden you're starting to experience your shame. Or how about fear? Maybe you have a lot of fear. Maybe you have a lot of scarcity inside of you. As you're standing there connecting with this $100 bill, should I or shouldn't I? Well, I probably should because nobody else is around. It's just laying there and the wind's kind of blowing. It's just going to pick up and it's going to blow to its next spot. Maybe that $100 bill is there for you. And maybe that blessing is not just to give you $100. That blessing might come in a a form of disguise. As in it brings up a feeling. As in that judgment or that shame or possibly a fear. Okay, if that's the case, then take advantage of the blessing. Embrace the blessing. As you're picking up the $100 bill, and then all of a sudden these feelings come up, work through the feelings, and, get, and with the goal or the objective being to make peace, make peace with the idea of you picking up that penny, picking up that $100 bill, or possibly picking up that package that has no address on it, no name on it, that's just simply been opened, and there's something inside the package, and no one's around and you've stood there for seven and a half minutes, and nobody comes by, well, then perhaps if it feels right to you, then pick up whatever the contents are, and then notice how you feel. And if a negative feeling comes up, then work it through with the transformational objective being to make peace with whatever this is as a gift that you were given. And unless someone else comes along, says, hey, I know you pick up a package. Can I get it back from you? Okay, then you give it back. You're still in your integrity. But you and I both know. The odds of that happening are probably next to nil. It could happen maybe one out of every thousand times. And if it does, then deal with it. Make an integrous choice. Make peace with that choice. Part of what causes karma, a significant part, is when we do something that was, quite frankly, not just so-called bad, but sometimes when we do something that's good, but we feel terrible inside. It brings up shame. It brings up guilt. It brings up fear and so on and so forth. And we don't clear it, which means we're, we're, we're not at peace with the actual act. And when we're not at peace, what that does it translates or it lands in our own field of consciousness and then it sits there. That in my world, I would call that unresolved energy. And when you get unresolved energy, it's like it's equivalent to an unresolved issue from your past. You get that unresolved energy in your field and then you do it again and again, let's say three or four times over the next year or so, That's going to accumulate, and that is going to knock you off balance. And then it's when you go off balance, that's when you usually make a poorer choice, a lower choice, a weaker choice, a more destructive choice that then produces a consequential karmatic effect. And yet, that could have all been prevented by just simply knowing what's really at stake here and learning how to choose Learning how to choose to show up in a way that's wiser, in a way that becomes integrous, in a way that you bring consciousness to it, but more specifically, in a way in where you find yourself at peace with the choice you just made.
1: Della, I absolutely love what you said about the feeling that you have about it, because I remember finding a hundred dollar bill in a bathroom. This was years ago. And I remember feeling guilty about it. And I even asked the I, I think I was at a bar restaurant and I asked the waiter or the bartender even, um, you know, has anybody said anything about losing some money? And no, no, you know, and I was there for a while and nobody said anything. And so I ended up keeping it. But I remember a feeling of guilt about it, which is really odd because, like you said, it it came to me and it was at a time when I really needed the hundred dollars, you know, but nobody was missing it. Nobody said anything. I even asked someone about it, and yet I felt weird about it.
2: Yeah, and that's what we want to. There's one of two things. It's either we correct that by maybe looking around us to see if maybe it does belong to somebody else and then we want to you know, return it to its um, rightful person. But then we realize in doing that, there's nobody around. Everybody's left the building, so to speak. And then the choice comes, well, maybe this is for me, which is a good chance it is. So then you take it. And, but then you notice something that happens within inside of you. Remember, the, in this type of a scenario, the act of picking up the $100 bill off the ground, like that of the act of picking up a penny off the ground, is really no different. Right. Because you see, you pick up a penny off the ground, and you don't, it doesn't activate those types of feelings. Yeah. You know, Because most people just see the penny as kind of worthless. Not everybody. Some people do not see uniquely enough the penny is worthless but most people do. And, but the reality is it's no different than the $100 bill. In this case, what the $100 bill does, it will possibly activate something of a deeper, n- darker nature, as in guilt or shame or fear and so on, from within us where the penny won't cr- cause any kind of an activation. Right. And if so, anything, we
1: feel grateful for the penny. I know I do every time I'm, I'm excited when I find a penny.
2: Yeah. And rightly so. I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think everybody ought to feel <laughs> some kind of great, like just say, thank you. Thank you to the universe. Thank you to your higher self getting the habit. This is a good practice period, you know, for us all to engage in, um, when that sort of thing happens, but it is the hundred dollar bill, the more it gets increased. So from a penny to a $20 bill, to a $50 bill, to a $100 bill, you get the idea. The more it increases, this is where it always increases the potential for us to be activated. It's the activated energy. It's what you do next with with that activated energy that really makes a difference here. If that activated energy is not cleared properly and to clear it properly, you'll know it because the objective here is, you find yourself at peace with the choice and the act of literally um, accepting the hundred dollar bill, putting it in your purse, putting in your pocket, and then whatever it is you're going to do with it, put it in your savings account, uh, give it to somebody else, go buy some groceries for you and your family, whatever, but you're now at peace. That's the objective because when you're at peace and it's done in the way that we're talking about in terms of these types of scenarios. Um, there's no karma it, it, it's rather it become well there is karma, but like a positive karma, like a blessing right in, in this context where again, if you decide to hold that activated energy inside, which you might because maybe you you live in resistance, you live in resistance twenty four seven so if you live in resistance twenty four seven the likelihood of you even clearing out that activated energy around picking up the hundred dollar bill is next to nil it's the activated energy that then gets stuck inside your field that's gone active so to speak that's the type of stuff that most certainly can knock us out of balance and once it knocks us out of balance that's when the odds have been increased that will make a poor choice that will cause negative karma
1: Very interesting. I think this is a fascinating topic. And, you know, Melissa made a comment that I do actually want to touch on, and that's that shipping companies are actually selling lost packages to companies to resell. And, you know, I've had packages come to my door a lot. I think I have a dyslexic postman because he gets numbers inverted all the time. And so driving around the neighborhood trying to figure out where this package goes and deliver it to them, but not everybody's like that, you know, Um, so I did want to acknowledge that because there is a profiteering that's happening off of. Of this. And obviously that would be opposite of what you're talking about. It would be, you know, if you know for sure that doesn't belong to you and there's a way for you to deliver it to someone, then that's not going to settle well with us, which is, you know, I think having you speak to that for a minute might be good too, because obviously there's another side to this too.
2: Yeah. Well, if it, uh, once again, if our act ends up hurting someone, mm-hmm. Now that's different than you making peace with it. Right. Right. So if our act, so again, to use an example that I take a package uh, from the mail that really doesn't belong to me, does have the person's name on it um, or the person's walking down the street. And I see the person walking down the street towards the shared mail, the shared or the shared area where we all have our mailboxes. And I quickly pull, you know, grab it and, you know, slide it under my clothing or whatever, then yeah, that's, that's gonna cause some karma, negative karma. Um, because this is gonna hurt somebody. But right. the scenarios that we just spoke on, those types of scenarios, there's no one around to hurt. Right. Um, or whatever the hurt is. So let's say it is a $100 bill. So obviously somebody lost a $100 bill. But they've long, Uh, since left the scene. Right. And so, you know, that becomes their experience. You did not cause that to happen. You didn't dip into their pockets and steal a hundred dollar (laughs) bill. Right. It just, you happen to come along after the hundred dollar bill fell out of their pocket, maybe two hours ago, maybe even a day ago or two days ago, who knows, right? You came along and there it is staring at you. So, again, this is where the wisdom comes into play. Uh, You know, the wisdom that, because we're making our choices. And when we're making our choices, the idea here would be is that we're always choosing from a wiser place. Now, I get it. Not everybody chooses from a wiser place, partly because they just don't have that level of wisdom inside of them just yet on a physical level. Um, But that is another one of the greater goals here transformationally for all of us is that we do become wiser. So that between that wisdom and that awareness that I was alluding to earlier on, right? You put those two together as a combination. You've got a powerful combination now when it comes to um, truly making healthier, wiser, better choices. And especially in the moment in where you're being maybe challenged by something that requires you to make a choice, you see. I have to share this
1: in the comments, Dale. David says, a package showed up at my door, tried to deliver it. The address was bad. Called Amazon and they said, keep it. They would take care of the person. I profited, paid my rent and felt grateful about it. Wow.
2: Yeah. See, well, again, he did all the, the wiser things. Right. He went and checked first and, and he got the answers to his questions. And, and so clearly that package showed up on his doorstep on purpose. He was being blessed without maybe at the beginning realizing that he was being blessed so yes on the on the other side of it it's just natural to feel grateful because somewhere in that this exchange you realize you've been blessed you've been blessed you did not ask for this and yet it showed up on your do- <laughs> literally showed up on your doorstep
1: <laughs> right? right that's amazing and,
2: <laughs> yeah Charlene
1: says the kids and i do a happy money dance with every found bit of money i think david was like doing cartwheels not just a happy money dance
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and that's it see the the whole idea from even a the highest spiritual place would be this if you can really feel a speck of gratitude when you pick up a penny off the ground you're on to something great baby you're onto something great. But if you're one of those who says, I'll feel gratitude, or I'll feel grateful when $500 shows up, or when a brand new sofa shows up on my doorstep that I don't have to pay a dime for, that's when maybe I'll feel grateful. But anything leading up to that, no, that's just old hat kind of thing. No, you don't have it yet. A truly genuinely deeply spiritual individual is somebody that becomes just as grateful for that penny as they would with that $100 bill, or as they would with that sofa that possibly shows up on their doorstep.
1: Absolutely. Now, Anthony has a great comment here, which I think you'll love. He says, uh, it seems that how much we value the penny subtly represents our relationship with our second energy center. <laughs>
2: Well said, (laughs) or well shared, Anthony, because it does. Uh, In this case, you know, obviously a penny represents money. And so it does show something in light of how healthy that second energy center is within us, that second energy center known as the creativity center. But that center governs, quite frankly, both money and sex, the opposite side of the exact same coin. And so this is where you'll see a lot of people, they get into all kinds of struggles with money. They get into struggles with sex. They, get, they, they create doo-doo around money. They create doo-doo around sex, all coming from an unhealthy second energy center.
1: Very interesting. You know, Dale, as we're wrapping this up, I just have to say with all this talk about money and karma and the package and this whole situation, it just makes me think about the Transform Your Destiny book that's coming out this summer the summer of 2022 and i just wanted to bring this up because there this there's this huge section on karma in the book that we're actually working on the final rounds of editing for and so it just totally came to mind but i wanted to bring it up because this is going to be so exciting to delve deeper into this topic of karma that we've been touching on here today
2: yeah i I most certainly agree with that i mean it's um, the subject of karma, choices, decisions, um, it's or the ego in relation to the soul, and um, the difference between uh, you know what I refer to in the book as the basic human versus the divine human. I mean, there's just so many things about this book that are all related to one's destiny. But what's even more interesting, is how many of us really don't know what destiny is. And if you don't know what destiny is, you don't know what karma is. If you don't know what karma is, you don't know what destiny is. If we go back to, you know, my response to an earlier question there about um, those that have been on the planet to basically control humanity, have power over humanity. There was a time when these types of teachings that you will find in our new book, Transform Your Destiny, there was a time where these teachings were absolutely banned. If you got caught sharing these types of teachings, that's it, your your life came to an immediate end, or maybe within a few days, but your life came to an immediate end. Why? Because these types of teachings they they're potent they're powerful it's a higher body of teachings that in this case and transform your destiny are packaged in a way like you want to talk about the library of all libraries on destiny and karma and choice these are all the things that quite frankly will determine what type of a life experience you'll actually have that's how powerful this is And yet, it's also the very thing, as I said, that's been banned for some time. And so the timing of something like this coming out into the world obviously needs to be right, which it clearly has now become. Um, And it's going to rattle a lot of cages. It's going to rattle a lot of cages, but in the rattling of these cages, it's also going to authentically empower many, many people on the planet because Part of this greater dynamic that's going on within our consciousness of humanity right now is to be just that. We are to be empowered and more specifically, we are to be authentically empowered. We are to be leveling up with that of our own destiny. I'll leave it here by saying one final thing for at least today. I'll be saying a lot of things on this uh, (laughs) in the months to come. Um, But I'll leave it with one final thing. Is that what's what's happening with most people on the planet when it comes to their destiny, they are doing nothing more than just simply repeating something they've already experienced. You ready for this? In a previous lifetime. (laughs) You want to talk about being on a merry-go-round ride They're literally on a merry-go-round ride and they don't even know it. And when you don't know it, that means your destiny is not going to level up. Yet if you were really in touch with your highest self, your highest greatest self, then you would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you just like I, like us all, we were destined from the very beginning. To be evolving with our destiny, not to get stuck or oppressed with our destiny. Gives you just a little bit of a tidbit, why not all that long ago? And I'm talking about maybe a hundred years back. If this book was to come out a hundred years ago, whoever the author was, you might as well do your farewell to that author because that author wouldn't be seen much longer again at least in that lifetime and the book somehow would be destroyed because there was a we'll just say a program a paradigm installed on this planet i see jesse what jesse say (laughs) not
1: on my watch
2: (laughs) jesse i gotta tell you is a huge supporter of this book jesse's been waiting for this book for four years now he's known about this book for actually at least four years at this point (laughs) So Jesse is a huge, huge, 100% pure cheerleader for this book. And, and For was, those
1: who don't know, Jesse is the publisher of this book, who's also yeah. on this broadcast with us.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Thank you for sharing that too. Um, so, you know, the time has now come for this to happen. And what's happening is we as a people are to be altering our path of destiny. Now, to do this, we got to learn how to do this. This is not just going to happen. If that was true, this would have happened 10 years ago. Come on, (laughs) let's call a spade a spade. We got to learn how to do this. We got to get educated on this. We got to find out what those teachings are. And then we got to start to integrate those teachings little by little, slowly but surely over time. For if and when we do, This is what will truly empower us to be able to rise up to a new level of our destiny, you see. This will change everything because so much of what we're experiencing right now as souls on this planet is this repeat of a lifetime or life experience that we're currently having to that of a lifetime we've already had. There's very little, if any, evolution that's taken place. And that's part of what's opening up here. This has to do with that larger, greater energy that's at play. This is the opportunity of all opportunities. This, and yes, I am excited about it. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about this for humanity. This, as you'll see, is, well, I'll save that for when we get to that point when the timing is right, but um, we'll just leave it at, this is a pretty special book. And, <laughs> and it's a gift to that of the advancement, the evolution of our humanity. And um, Very well yeah. said. <laughs> so those of us that have already been touching it, Mickey's been very involved in the editing process. Obviously, Jesse's been very involved. There's been a couple other people that have been very involved in this process over the last couple of years. And yeah, we're just, I mean, you can, you can just, you, every time we touch the book, you can feel the potential. You can see the dy- this powerful dynamic or set of dynamics that are all encoded in the teachings that you'll find on the many pages that make up our book number two in our transformational trilogy, Transform Your Destiny.
1: Well, if everybody else is excited about this little preview they've gotten just from what we've just said, then I'm gonna give them a little hint here and let them know that there is an actual sneak preview coming of the book that they can get their hands on within the next couple months. And we'll be sharing more about that. So to answer Johnny's question, Yes, the book will be available in audio format. And just wanna let you guys know that there is a special sneak preview coming so you can see what's to come and learn more about it. So stay tuned for that. And with that, I just have to say thank you, Anonymous, for the incredibly interesting question that took us on this little journey to where we are now.
2: (laughs) You know, Mickey, we ought to put out some kind of reward for the Anonymous to come forward. Maybe it is that $100 bill. Maybe that's what it'll take for the anonymous to come forward and acknowledge or announce themselves like, I was the anonymous to that question.
1: <laughs> David says it was me. Very funny, David. Well, that's just because
2: I said it was a $100 bill. There's a possible $100 bill or reward.
1: Right? right. I love it. I love it. That's very yeah. cool. Well, thank you so much, Dale. This has been highly, uh, highly entertaining uh, little journey we just went on.
2: Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. My pleasure.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways, explained to you in exact step-by-step fashion, that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at d-a-l-e-h-a-l-a-w-a-y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, If you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.